wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we also look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You're with Joseph Matichich, and I'm the Secretary of the Seventh Adventist Church in South Australia. Delighted to be your host uh, for our show today. So welcome to the program, uh, wherever you might be joining us. Our text line number here is 04-888-8811. Let me give you that number again, because you'll need it uh, in a little while. It's 04 888 Double one. Our topic this week on Drive Time is Lessons from the Roads All Christians Walk. And today we're going to be looking at this question The Road to Calvary, How Essential Is It? So that's our big QA today. The Road to Calvary, How Essential Is It? Joining me today is William Mawala. William is the pastor of the Paravista Seventh-day Adventist Church and the Gawler Church here in Adelaide. Good afternoon, Will. Hey, good afternoon, Joseph. Good to be back in the studio with you once it's, again. It's been a while since it has. both you and I have been together on drive time. Yep. Um, you've been away. Um, I've, I've been a little yep. bit away as well, just starting to, to travel as yep. I am starting to plan my Move yeah. move away from South Australia yeah. at year end, um, so I haven't been around all the time. And uh, I know you've you've been um, you've been on leave and just got back. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I just went over to um, to New Zealand just for a week, and um, yeah, just got back just a couple of days ago, and um, just went for a family event down there on uh, my wife's side. But uh, good to be back. So yeah, I was not in the studio as you and I would normally do on a Monday, and. Um, but we're thankful that we got the rest of our Faith FM team to um to step in when needed. Yes. So um yeah, big shout out to our team out there who were able to um to uh yeah help out when uh, a couple of us were away. And so um but yeah, it's good to be back to see you once again because it's normally myself and you are uh, here on a Monday here at Drive Time Big Q and A. So yeah, good to be back. Kicking off kicking off uh, another theme and thanks yeah. to our our colleague uh, Pastor Gary Hodgkin who yes. who uh, puts together the I guess the schedule and yeah. uh, does a, does a fantastic yeah, does job. A and, job. And I concur with you, Will, about uh, the rest of our team for uh, yeah. the work that they've done over the last couple of weeks. And I believe we have had um, some additional uh, co-hosts as well. Okay. Um, and some guest presenters. Wow. And uh, that, that's been great. So um, just just the last drive time, just the other day, right. end of the week, uh, there was um, Johnny Wong, who um, is a oh, church planter. Wow. And he's uh, – now, he's, he's currently still in town here yeah. and um, doing, some, doing some meetings. Yeah. Um, and it was great that he was able to come on, come on in. Sure. Um, last time I was on, uh, Pastor – Yong Shin Chi, who's actually replacing me. Really? So he was in the. He was in the studio. Yeah. Oh, he was actually in the studio. He was in the studio. So yeah, and um, praise God. uh, We're looking forward to probably in the new year having him. uh, Perhaps Uh, one day. uh, I don't know. We might talk off air about this, but uh, I know (laughs) our brother Yong Shin's coming in, and uh, we'll see how that works out with with the um, with the lineup. That's it. It's above my pay grade. Uh, Well. (laughs) 
never know. We'll, 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 we'll wait and see. But look, right. it, it's great that we can be together. Yeah. And um, again, I wanted to say, uh, whoever, uh, anyone that might be joining in, wherever you might be joining, great yeah. to have you. Um, stay with us if you can for the whole uh, drive time. Uh, we've got a great show prepared. We've got some fascinating things we're going to be looking at. We'll, in fact, right now, um, as as you know, we always kick off with a, a world watch. Yeah. And because here on on drive time, we like to spend a few moments. Looking at what's happening in you know in the world of religion yeah. in, in the news, and will there's actually a lot of things that have been happening lately with religion in in the news. Right. There are so many things we could talk about, yeah. even if we you know for example we could we could uh, of course mention you know, here we are on this day it's actually, actually Halloween now we don't need to talk about that because uh, last week on on drive time we we looked at that. And, right. and, uh, what, you know, some, understanding some of its origins, what that means for, for people who want to follow the Bible and how, how much at odds yeah. that is this, this, you know, inc- It reminded me because, um, just down the street where I, where I live, um, yeah, a few doors down, the, yeah, it's all decorated in all that Halloween paraphernalia. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I think it's, and I just kind of remembered that it's, you know, last day of October. And it's so, um, and it's becoming more and more a thing. Yeah, you know, uh, in even our um, you've been to you've been to Costco, the the big Costco down yeah in uh, yeah. it's Churchill or yeah. that road, yeah, and because that's obviously a US based, you know, is uh, it uh, like yeah these massive like witches and all these skeletons and you know all that Halloween yeah. stuff yeah. and you know I go in there with my little three year old and she's almost scared to see yeah. it, you know and she's almost frightened about it and yeah it just shows just how you know look i don't i remember growing up in australia and i grew, grew up in sydney we never really yeah, celebrated halloween yeah, or any yeah, of that stuff yeah, yeah. and now it's kind of um you know it's it's coming upon us yeah and look if you if you're just wondering what we're talking about uh, i encourage you uh, look up on the faith fm uh, app by the way, get the Faith FM app if you don't have it, or just go online, faithfm.com.au. You can, you can pick up uh, previous episodes of Drive Time, and we had a specific episode looking at the whole issue of Halloween, and um, encourage you to do that. But we'll... There, there are so many other things happening. Um, wanted to, to mention to you about how uh, not that long ago there was um, quoted this Tasmanian Catholic Archbishop and um, we, we were we were looking at it a little bit uh, just a bit earlier but yeah. w- what he uh, what he shared there um, uh, Julian Porteous how, um, re- regarding an incident that took place at a, at a school in Tasmania uh, where they had a scripture reading this is a uh, um, a Catholic school, right? Uh, St Mary's College. Uh, they had a, a scripture reading at a at a school event, and the scripture reading was from Ephesians chapter five, uh, particularly the passage verses twenty one to to twenty three. Yeah, um, about wives you know, submitting to the husbands, etc. And that that. Reading caused a reaction, caused a backlash yeah. by certain uh, school communities, some staff, students, parents on social media. Uh, questions were raised about whether that was the best choice for an, an occasion that was celebrating an academic achievement because it was at a uh, uh, 
I think, think it was like a graduation, something, or something like that. Yeah. That's exactly right, and so that that created a real real reaction. And um, I guess what was significant is uh, the archbishop's uh, comments, which, which which I think um, you know well put it, William, because he said we now find ourselves um, as Catholics and as Christians being criticised and persecuted because we believe what the scriptures teach and desire to live by its imperatives, even when they are at variance with the ethos of our of our times. Yeah. Um, well put. I think he's, he's, he's making a, a very, very uh, yeah. appropriately correct statement there. Um, he then compared this with another scenario that, that has also made headlines, right. and that is where the Essendon Football Club... Um, AFL Football Club, they, they elected a new CEO. Yeah, yep. And then just after he was elected, it became re- uh, known that he's a Christian. Yeah. And the church where he... That he attends, I think. That he attends. He's a member of, yeah. They, uh, it, was, it was reported that that church has some views that, well, yeah. the media then brought it out, that it was actually contrary to the football club's values. Um and um, and that Mr. Thorman, that that CEO, had, was issued with an ultimatum. In the end, in the end, he resigned. Yeah, he he, he got appointed, um, and then became known. Hey, uh, this guy's um, is part of this church. This yeah. church has these views, and and they were they were views on, um, uh, I think, on abortion and homosexuality. Right, and um, and as a result of that. Um, they, yeah, the, the church that that particular church published a series of articles critical for homosexuality and abortion. That's exactly what, yep, what it was, and um, and as a result, uh, I guess by association, yeah, really wasn't it um, that they said, hey, this guy should he be the the CEO of our football club? Lo and behold, the guy steps aside. Yeah, and I think is as you you pointed out, and I'm looking at the article as well. Um, you know, this particular, um, Archbishop, um, what's his name again? Julian Porteous. That's it, yes. Yeah, there's, um, just off the article there online there on ABC News, um, there's about, there's a two minute snippet of, I guess, part of his Sunday message. Mm. And I was, I was quite, um, I wouldn't, don't want to use the word impressed because it gives off this impression that it was, you know, I was kind of, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is I was quite, um, admired the way he was his his courage yeah he was able yeah that's the word I think um, Pastor Joseph his courage to to yeah to basically say hey this is this is what we believe as a as a church as a as a Christian faith community and um, he was just basically saying you know this is the the science this is the culture that we're living in where you know where you get up and you read a passage of scripture on a on a weekend on a Sunday and um, there was a little bit of backlash and so, you know, it's very interesting, Joseph, um, and I think that's the fine line that we, we're walking through in our culture today, is how to, you know, how do we, if, how do we authentically live out the Christian mm. faith, 
um, in the midst of a world that is very much anti-God, anti-gospel, anti-Christianity, anti-religion, especially here in Australia. And, and these articles are becoming more and more prevalent as, as the days go by. So look, I didn't even realize this article till you brought it to my attention, but, um, it reminds me, I was just telling you off, yeah. off air just before we went on about, um, in the NRL, a, a bit of a similar saga, mm-hmm. whereas, um, the Penrith Panthers, there was a particular Polynesian, uh, NRL player who was basically didn't want to wear a, a, a jersey for this particular week without promoting a particular, uh, you know, a particular demographic um, mm. within the LGBTQT community or, you know, and uh, yeah, copped a lot of backlash. And I think what kind of stood out for me was he said, you know, it's one thing to be trolled on social media, but he said he was getting death threats. You know, right. there was, you know, his wife was very, was feared for her life. And, um, but, you know, he, he, he basically said, you know, it's, you know, his organization that he worked for, which was obviously um, his sporting club, he felt that there needed to be a line that, that you know, that should be respected. And, you know, and I'm thinking of other players who've been in that similar situation where, where at what point do you toe the line, as it were, mm. and at what point do you stand for your beliefs? And I think... That's what's kind of happening in our culture today. And here's this archbishop, you know, preaching on, on, on his Sunday morning mass that um, just to get up and share a scripture reading on a particular service um, was, you know, creating a bit of controversy. Now, to be honest, Joseph, when I was reading the article, I don't know whether, because the article seems to point out that, or oh, the passage may not have been relevant for the, uh, you know, for the, the occasion. occasion. For the occasion, so yeah. So I yeah. guess you, maybe they were thinking like that, but could it be that maybe the message in that particular reading that some people were a little bit uncomfortable, so they kind of, you know, were just telling them to you know, choose a different passage. I don't really know. We're just reading the article as it stands, but this seems to be a growing trend. Yeah, oh, it, it is. It, it absolutely is because um, there's also a, a similar scenario of a Christian school in Brisbane, Will. Yeah. Uh, in Brisbane that um, has, you know, has uh, informed uh, its school community, parents and uh, yeah, it's school community about its its uh, values, its its beliefs. They have what's called a declaration of faith, um, and that declaration of faith is we believe that any form of sexual immorality uh, is sinful and offensive to God. And then, you know, in, in brackets, it actually um, has a bit of an expansion on the sexual immorality, including but not limited to adultery, fornication, homosexual acts, bisexual acts, bestiality, incense, pedophilia, and pornography. It, it's saying that that's sinful and offensive to God. Um, and that has cr- caused a huge reaction. And we have yeah. here reported, you know, um, reaction from students who, who felt, you know, that that's, that's an attack perhaps on, 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 um, maybe some of their lifestyle or something like that. Now, let's be clear. Um, we are not here yeah. to, to question anyone for what they may choose to believe yeah. or how yeah. they, how they might be. That's, that's not what we're getting at. What, what we're bringing out here, Will, we need to be clear. What we're bringing out here mm. is how it's becoming harder and harder for Christians. Whether it be a school, yeah. Christian school or an organization or a church community to, express biblical views. Yeah. And uh, 
what what caught my eye yeah. now what caught my eye in this this article uh, this particular article uh, referring to this uh, Christian college in Brisbane is that it quotes David DeLima now David DeLima oh, yes. is a regular here on drive time that's right I think um, Pastor Ricardo uh, um Yes, or Nick was and it? Nick, our, our great mate right, Nick, Nick Credder, regularly gets David DeLima. Now, David DeLima is the South Australian Director of Family Voice, and he's quoted in this article. He says, it's a pity that parents might be surprised to find out that Christian schools have a biblical Christian ethos, he says. Uh, <laughs> he says that faith-based schools should be able to specify what it is that they believe. Right. Yeah. And um, and again, the, the way that the media brings this out, and and yeah, yeah, it, it the way it's reported is looking it's like for, a yeah, yeah, for anything it's to discrimination. Exactly, exactly, and uh, uh, and yet you know, and you mentioned about the uh, NRL player, yeah, who refused to wear that jersey, yeah. but then. Didn't you mention to me off air that um, when he want if he was to wear something that represented yeah, the Christian well, faith? Yeah. Well, well, he was quoted in the, the lady asked him in the interview that he said huh. he asked his uh, fellow uh, Panthers teammates when it was Easter, uh, you know, back in um, April May, whenever it was, um, if they could wear you know something of with Christian symbolism or I don't know what, but on the jersey. And a few of the atheist um, teammates were very adamant. No, we're not going to wear that. So he was kind of saying it's you know it's a bit hypocritical where mm. you know we we can't wear our religious you know Christian show our beliefs as it were and celebrate you know who we are as it were. But yet they were well, according to him, he feels he was pressured and forced to kind of wear a jersey symbolizing a lifestyle and an ideology that he didn't believe in. So yeah, I was just watching that you know just a couple of days ago and. You know, and, and these guys are in the spotlight, so yeah, it's, yeah. I feel, you know, in some ways, you know, these guys that are on the front lines. Yes. And, and this is what the media is doing. They they look for any little, I guess, you know, they'll catch this and they'll turn it into something, you know, that can be a real, you know, starter of of conversation online. And, and unfortunately, this poor fella, and if you watch the article, um, the, this, this interview of this particular NRL player, you know, he was very like, well, what I watch, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't bagging these people. He mm. wasn't being disrespectful. Mm. He was, mm. he was just merely saying, I just, I just choose not to wear it. Mm. And he wasn't trying to cause offense. And even in the uh, interview, he said that his own sister uh, is actually, um, you know, practicing this particular lifestyle. And he said, look, he loves her. He gets along with her. Like, they have no problems. Mm. And so, I found that amazing that even the sister didn't see anything wrong with him taking a stand. Mm. But then, obviously, um, you know, when the media got wind of it, it, you know, turned into what it was. And But, yeah, just going back to how... You know, they were getting death threats and people, mm. you know, that's the part of it that gets really ugly and it's, you know, it's a bit unfortunate, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, if if uh, if he chooses to not do something because he goes against his convictions, why then can't that same uh, respect be shown to him when he chooses to follow his his convictions? If he's, yeah. if he, yeah. And so that's that that's the tricky one. So yep. what we're finding here through all of these um will is that our society uh, is becoming increasingly hostile to Christian beliefs. Mm. And um yeah, I want to know what yeah, what do you think out there? Um are you are you sensing that how how are mm. you sensing that maintaining the Christian faith is becoming harder and harder? Tell us what you think on our text line number 04 888 
We'd love to hear from you. Are you sensing that our society is becoming increasingly hostile to Christian beliefs? Let us know on 04 What's been your experience? We'd like to hear from you. Now, we have, uh, again, a, a great offer on today's show, a free book called Sharing Jesus is Everything. It's written by Alejandro Bullion, and this, to, this, this great little book um, is, is a small book but has a big impact, and you'll learn the real reasons behind the calling of each one of us to share our faith. And uh, Sharing Jesus is Everything is our free offer. If you'd like to get it, text the code, which is SA79, to our number, 04888-80811, and the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So that text the code word SA79, that's the letters SA, and the number 79, no spaces. Text that to 04888 80811 for your free copy of our offer that we have. Well, we need to take a quick break, Will, and um, when we come back, we're going to uh, begin looking at our, our topic, which is the road to Calvary. How essential is it? And so it's only appropriate that we um, kick off by listening to this beautiful song, which reminds us about that, the old rugged cross. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross the emblem of suffering and shame and best for a world of lost sinners was slain so I cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down Yeah. 
trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM. This is Drive Time Big Q&A with uh, Joseph Matichich and William Mawala. We are looking at, this week, lessons from the roads that all Christians walk. Now today, we begin by looking at the road to Calvary, how, how essential it is. And, uh, well, just before the break, we spent some time looking at uh, our society becoming increasingly hostile towards the Christian faith. And we've, uh, yeah, one of our regulars, uh, regular listeners, Margis, uh, sent a little message to say, yes, Australia does not like the Christian yeah. faith. Yeah. So, you know, people are out there recognizing it. And, uh, thanks, Margie, for, uh, yeah, for listening. Thanks, thanks for sending your comment in. Appreciate that. But coming to our, our, our topic, our, our big Q&A. We're looking at lessons from the road all Christians walk. Um, and in particular today, as I said, the road to Calvary, how essential is it? So, well, as, as we look at this and it, you know, take us through it, um, we're looking at these, these ideas of these roads that Christians walk. Now, what do we mean by walking on these roads? Are we, are we, t- I mean, you know, saying you know, literally where we have to kind of go or what, what, what's going on here? I think it's about a, a direction um, of of your life, like where in, in your heart and in in your, I guess, the purpose of why you live. Okay. So, yeah, more, so, so it, more a decision, yeah. more an action that you yeah. take. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, my mind, uh, I think of the, the text, uh, Joseph, that, you know, in uh, John chapter 14, verse 6, you know, when Jesus said to his disciples, he, he said, I am the way, ah, the yeah. truth and the life. And yes. I think that came out of a question from, I believe, um, what well, was one of the disciples. I think it was Thomas, I think. Because, you know, yes. Jesus in chapter 14, That's, verses 1 to 3, he yes. said he was going away. Let not your heart be troubled. And he was saying some, that he was leaving, he was coming back. And then I think it was Thomas that said, well, where are you going and how do we know the way? And then, you know, Jesus so famously said, he said in chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth. So I think that when Jesus is saying the way there, he's not talking about a a physical, literal, you know, place geographically on the map. That no. we, He's talking about that he, it's a person, it's yeah. a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So it's an experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you know for Jesus he said that if you want to know the way the way to God is through a relationship with him. Yeah. And the, and I'm reminded of the text that, um where the Bible says this is the way walk in it. Yes. This is the way walk in it. Now uh, again it's not saying literally yeah. rather it's saying well in that case it, it's basically saying that the, the Bible outlines the the way for a Christian to to live yeah. and to act, and uh, we are 
uh, the greatest happiness comes when we actually follow that. Yeah, that's that's what it's saying. This is the way. This this is this is the path. This is the this is what will lead you to to eternal life. And really, the one we're kicking off with is is really the foundation, yeah. isn't it? it? It's it's right at at the at the very core, at the very basis, at the foundation, at the start. So. Today's big question, the road to Calvary, how essential is it? Yeah. How essential is it? What do we mean by the road to Calvary? Yeah. So I thought we might begin, um, Joseph, with um, going to John chapter 19 and uh, just reading uh, Jesus' experience. Mm. And we're talking about you know what Jesus went through. And then I guess how it applies to us as believers today. And so um, if you look at John chapter 19, how about we just start with a prayer before you just read a few of these beautiful passages. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we read your word, we pray that the Holy Spirit will guide us and please be with our listeners out there today. Mm. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So when you look at John chapter 19, verse 16, 17, just very briefly, it says here in chapter 19, verse 16, then he delivered them him to them to be crucified. Then they took Jesus and led him away. In verse 17 says, and he bearing his cross went out to a place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew Golgotha. And it says, well, I'll just keep reading. Verse 18 says, where they crucified him. Mm. And it says, and two others with him, one on either side and Jesus in the center. And so when we're talking about this topic, you know, it's a huge topic, Joseph. And it's one that we will attempt to try and cover a little bit of today. And our rest of our presenters will open this up this week. But what we're really talking about today is it's really, this is the core of the Christian message is God's love displayed through Jesus' self-sacrificing love on the cross. Mm. And so the cross is absolutely central um, to the Christian faith. What Jesus did on that cross when he hung on that cross um, and the meaning and, and all the reasons why yeah. is fundamental to the Christian faith. And so what we're trying to do in our, in our short time today on our show today is, you know, we're, we're asking the question, um, the road to Calvary, how essential is it? And I'd just like to say right on the outset, it's, it's absolutely essential. Because uh, the title we're giving our question, um, The Road to Calvary, I guess when I heard the title to uh, Joseph, we're, we're uh, basically saying, well, well, how do we go down that road? Yeah, okay, right. Jesus historically went down that road, and, and that's the, the core of the Christian message. Yep. And so the question we're maybe trying to ask as an application is, well, how do we go down that same mm. road? What, what does it mean to, to, to walk on that road that Jesus walked? Does it mean that we literally have to go through the experience that Jesus went through? Do we have to be suffered, you know, suffering it, tortured, and all that? No, but I believe there is uh, fundamentally what we're really talking about is it's about um, it's about uh, deciding to follow the person Jesus Christ right. and to have a relationship with Him. You know, I realize our within our faith denomination, um, Joseph, um, you know, within the Adventist Church here in South Australia, um, the vision statement as it currently is is. Um, that we were saying to the people here in South Australia that we want to continue experiencing and sharing our hope in Jesus. Mm. And I think that's exactly what this is mm. about today, mm. is when we experience the cross, when we experience what Jesus has done and understand what, why he did what he did, that he loved each and every one of us. Um, and then we, we are changed by that love. Yeah. yeah. And then ultimately we want to share that love with others. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, so I guess uh, I, I just wanted to just, uh, with our listeners out there listening in, thank you for listening. Just go on and share some Bible pro- uh, scriptures mm. that kind of tie in this theme of, 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 of this road to Calvary. So uh, we talked about John 14. Um, you know, Jesus said, He is the way. And I guess when Jesus said that to, I believe it was Thomas, because remember, he Jesus said he was going away to his father's. Yeah. He's going to his father's house and to prepare a place for them. And so, in that context, Joseph, um, the place that Je- when Jesus was saying, oh, "I'm the way," he was saying, "I'm the way to God. Mm. Um, I'm the way to this place that I'm going to prepare." And I think, in that sense, he was talking about yes, it's a, it's a, it's a point, it's a destination, as it were. But how do we get there? It's through a personal relationship with Jesus. And yeah. I think that's what we're trying to say today. The road to Calvary is a road to Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus came to die for humanity's sins, yeah. right? And and he came to pay the well, he came to pay the penalty and that led him to the cross. Yes. That led him to the cross. And yeah. when we talk about Calvary, Calvary, well, Calvary, just so we're really clear, um, Calvary was the location where, uh, it was, it was the mount where, uh, Jesus was crucified. And so we, we refer to that as, as that location. Now, uh, Jesus came to, to die on the cross to, to, to pay for our, uh, to pay for all, all our sins. Right. And so, um, what we find is that the cross, uh, or, or going to Calvary, is what Jesus came to do. And, and, and the interesting thing is, um, on more than one occasion, right. there were, there were events, there were episodes, there were conversations that tried to get Jesus not to go to the cross. Yeah. Uh, I think right at the start when he was in the wilderness tempted by the devil, the devil said, bow down, you know, offered him these things and ultimately said, just bow down to me here, worship yeah. me and you can have all of this. He was, he was actually trying to offer a, like a shortcut to Jesus. Um, and Jesus refused that because he had come, he had ultimately come to die, not to, not to follow the devil's way. Right. Then there was another dramatic incident and it's recorded in, in Matthew chapter 16 where Jesus Shares with his disciples, he says, the Son of Man will be, will suffer. Yes. Um, will be crucified. It, it did say to them, and he'll be raised on the third day. And the disciples just found that too hard to believe, too, too, too distressing, perhaps. And Peter in particular yeah. says, never, may that never be, Lord, or something along those lines. And, and when, when he says that to, to Jesus, Jesus says back to him, get behind me, Satan. Satan. Yeah. Whoa. He called him <laughs> Satan. Why? Because Jesus recognized that behind it was the devil trying to get Jesus not to follow through. Right. Why? The, the, what we're getting at here, the whole purpose of Jesus coming was to die on the cross, was yes. to go to Calvary. And so the enemy, right. the ultimate arch enemy, the devil was trying to get him not trying to do to that because that he path. knew that if he if he got him off the path, yeah. um, the whole plan of salvation, the the the, the Hope of humanity would be would be shot, gone. We, we'd yeah. have no hope. So Jesus, he was set on going to the cross, yeah. and nothing was going to, to distract him from that. And then what you're bringing out, Will, yeah. is that the part that what the, what Jesus went through is essentially our, the experience of any Christian that they are to go and to recognize that it's at, we are to go to Calvary because that's where we see that the wages of our sin is death. Right. 
and here's where the good, the great news of the gospel, I guess, comes out, and yep. you know, we, we can talk more about this. But essentially, we go to Calvary and we see Jesus. We see Jesus when we go to Calvary. We see Jesus who died for our sins. We see that my sin nailed him. It was my sin. Uh, that put him up there on the cross. It wasn't nails that kept him up there. It was his love for me yeah. to pay for my sin. And that brings in the whole issue, like you said, of repentance, yeah. Yeah. acknowledging that. that um, but in a sense, also acknowledging the fact that, yeah, we, we in Jesus, die to sin. Yeah. And because of that, uh, we can we can be saved. Yeah. I think you know. I, I love what you're saying, Joseph. And I think probably I think I think I can look. We can look at it maybe two ways in our show today. Is we look at I guess what you're alluding to is the road that Jesus Himself took to the cross, and you know, and we can see from Scripture and we can see in the Bible that it was a road of suffering. It yeah. was a road of solitude. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of Isaiah 53, and I'd love to read it for our listeners in just a couple of moments. But I think probably we, we look at the road that Jesus trod, mm. and then it's, okay, how, what does that mean for us? Yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. like in this little first segment, we'll kind of touch on what Jesus experienced, what he went through, and then we can kind of get a picture. Of, okay, if this is what Jesus went through, and we are so-called followers of Jesus, yeah. Um, we are to follow in his steps. And I think there's a scripture there that says that we are to follow in the footsteps of, of, of Jesus. And even the Apostle Paul, you know, even he's, he would say things like that he would glory in his sufferings because yeah. he felt it was if his, own, if his Savior suffered yeah. and ultimately went to a cross and died for him, you know, he counted it almost like a joy, as it were, because yeah. he was, he said, he was like saying, you know what, wow, I get to suffer because of, because this is what my Jesus did for me. And I think what a radical mindset to have is that when he was faced with persecution and challenges, he didn't just kind of, you know, like, you know, like the story in Acts 16 where he, him and Silas were in prison, you know, they weren't mumbling and complaining and whinging. The Bible says that they were singing hymns. Mm. They were praising God. And one uh, inspired author says that the reason why they were so filled with joy because they they realized that they they counted a privilege that they were able to suffer for Jesus. Mm. And I, I read that and I say, wow, uh, how many times do I rejoice yeah, because yeah. of the things that I'm going through? And so, yeah, so... Well, well you think about that, Will, yeah. actually, that... That incident that you're just quoting, yeah. there, that's Paul and Silas, right? And and uh, that's reflective of of the early Christians uh-huh. or the apostles. Now you think about those apostles. Even even prior to that, they're the example of Peter, yeah. who who was imprisoned. Um, yes, and he he was he was not fearful or down about it. Yeah, but he counted it a counted it a privilege, and he he was going to stand up. Now this is the same Peter. This is the same Peter. Who just a little earlier was saying to Jesus, "May that never happen to you to go to the cross," yeah. and and then made the bold thing, "Oh, look, right. you know, if everyone denies you, I'm I won't." Blah blah oh, blah. Yeah. All these grand promises. Yet when Jesus was arrested and taken to the cross, Peter denies him terribly three times publicly, and it's and it's recorded. Yet we find this change in Peter. Why? The change will is that Peter. Had been to the cross. He he yeah. had gone the road to Calvary, Amen. and he had to go that way because until he himself trod the road to Calvary, if you like, went that road, 
he was still impetuous, bold, self-reliant. Yes. It was at Calvary that he he was changed. Oh. He became converted. In fact, in fact, right. uh, Jesus said um, to Peter, he said, um, he, he said, uh, you know, Simon, Simon, you know, you're going to be sifted, but when you are converted, converted yeah. then, you know, Follow me and, feed, and yep. feed my sheep, and and that was referring to that experience where right. Peter would would himself. Uh, now Peter actually literally was at Calvary, right? right, right, he, right. he was there at the cross. Right. We don't have that opportunity physically, literally, but by faith we 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 can go on that road. Yeah. Before we head to the break, Joseph, could could I just read for our for us here in the studio and for our listeners out there, because I think. When we really think about Jesus's, when we think about his road to Calvary, it was one, it was a very, it was a, a road of suffering and, and pain and sorrow. And the text that I think really encapsulates Jesus's experience going to Calvary was the, the prophecy in Isaiah 53. And it says there in verse chapter 53 and verse 5, it says, um, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was buried for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Mm. And it says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And this, this little part here, Joseph, he was oppressed and mm. he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter yeah. and as a sheep sh- before its shearers is silent. You know, that's the road to Calvary for Jesus. He wasn't one... It was a road of, of suffering. Yeah. Um, you know, and like you were alluding to the Luke uh, Matthew 4 story when Jesus was tempted, you know, I think sometimes as, as Christians, I know myself, sometimes I forget about this, mm. that the road to Calvary is not always, it's always not, it's going to be a hard road. Yeah. You know, I was just listening to a message this week, actually, Joseph, where the preacher was talking about faith. Mm. And he was kind of sharing from Hebrews 11 that when we think about faith and by extension following God, doesn't faith doesn't mean that everything's going to go good. Mm. In fact, sometimes, and he was reading from Hebrews 11, some of these saints, some of these people who are faithful to God did died without receiving the promise, yeah, Hebrews 11 says. Exactly. And so I think we need to be mindful that, hey, if Jesus went through that road of suffering and self-denial and ultimately death, um, it should tell us that, for us, um, you know, why should we expect anything less? Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. I think God is good that He. We don't have to go through the ordeal that Jesus went through. Yeah, yeah. Praise God that we can accept that gift, that sacrifice. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully, as Paul would say, we live a, a living sacrifice. Now, that's that's really really good. We we'll look. We really need to take a, a, take a break. Yeah, yeah, but ahead. what you're sharing is so profound, and 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 I think we need to underscore that. So let, yeah. let's just underscore it before we quickly go sure. to the break. On a couple of levels, this is operating. The road to Calvary, right. we're saying, is the experience that we all need to go to that, that leads us to, to conversion, if you like. Right, yes. It's, it's where we go and see that Jesus died for our sins. And in a sense, we ourselves, uh, die to those sins and then become new persons. But then there's, there's that other level, which you've just brought out, Will, and that is that following Christ, going on this road, is going to be at times, um, not always, but but it will will be a, 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 right. a, um, an experience of of sorrow and difficulty, and um, and that's that's 
it, that's how it was for Jesus. That's how it'll, how it'll yep. be for us. But it, it is an essential road because, like the song that I introduced this bracket with, the yeah. old rugged cross, classic. It says, the old rugged cross, I will ever be true. It's shame and reproach Roach, gladly uh, bear. Uh-huh. Amen. But it's, 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 we've got to go on that one because it says, I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for, for a, a crown. crown. So there's the cross before the crown. Yeah. The cross always comes before the crown. The crown. Amen. Now, we need to take a quick break. Now, just before we go to the break, again, our book offer, friends. Um, if you want to get uh, this week's great book, it's called Sharing I- Jesus is Everything. Text the code SA79 to our number here, 04-888-80811. But we're talking about the road to Calvary. How essential is it? That's exactly why this next piece of music is right on this theme, Lead Me to Calvary by Steve Grace.
Yes, that's Lead Me to Calvary by Steve Grace, and that's because we are talking about the road to Calvary. How essential is it? That's our question today uh, with Joseph Matichich and William Mawala. Will, we've been looking at the fact that this is a, a, this was a road that Jesus went on, and this is the road that anyone who chooses to follow him needs to go on, and uh, why, it, why it is important. Yeah, and you know, there's so many scripture passages we could share with our listeners out with with all you listeners out there today um but just a couple i want to just touch on before we um we finish our time today um there's a text in philippians one i just wanted to share joseph with Mm. our listeners today please really interesting talking about the road to calvary for us as christians and and the apostle paul actually you know he lived this this very um this sentiment he says to the philippian church in chapter 1 verse 29 he says, For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Wow. You know, Joseph, this is the Apostle Paul, the, the, the one that was chained, the one that was has been was beaten, the one that endured so many hardships for the cause of the gospel. And so here he is saying to the believers of Philippi, he says, Hey, it's 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 one thing to just believe in Christ and accept the I guess the merits of, of Jesus' sacrifice for us, a mm. free gift, uh, the gift of grace. But he said he goes on further, says not just to believe, but hey, to suffer. And I think in our culture today, Joseph, in particular, I'm talking to myself, I'm not, I'm saying that we have no idea the extent to which um, people have suffered for the gospel. That's right. When we look at the apostles themselves, the disciples, probably 11 of the 12, died a martyr's death. Mm. And so when you look at history and you look at the, the Waldensians, you see persecution through the church in the centuries that's gone before us. Um, people's died for this stuff. And, that's right. And, and, and so, the road to Calvary, it's ultimately it's about surrendering. Yeah, and you know, um, my mind. Oh, look, I better stop because my mind's um, it's going here, there, and everywhere with so many verses. But, but I, I wanted to share that 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 part of the road to Calvary. I think if I think personally, um, it's about a dis. A, it's about deciding to follow Jesus. Mm. It, it, it comes when the person realizes of of what Christ has done for them through the gospel, what Jesus did for them at the cross, gave his life as a willing sacrifice. Mm. And not just what the action, but why he did it, Joseph, mm. because of his love, right? And so here is this, the Bible, here is the Apostle Paul, the great champion of the Christian faith, saying to the believers, hey, if you suffer, you that is part of living for Jesus. Mm. And I think there's a lesson for us today, Joseph, is that when we choose to follow Christ, it we are going to have tough days. We are going to have challenges, but we don't need to be fearful of it because Jesus says he'll be with us uh, right to the very end. Um, probably there's another passage um, I want to share, and probably this is probably... Probably the best passage we could share in our show today. I mean, they're all great, yeah. but but this one I think really just summarizes what we're trying to say. So we've been trying to say, hey, this is what Jesus did. This is the road he went down, suffering. You know, Isaiah fifty three. You know, he Jesus ultimately the ultimate sacrifice went to Calvary's cross, dies on a cross. And here's what Jesus says to us today, Joseph. And I want to say to our listeners out there, he says that to all of us mm. who want to follow him. And he says in Mark 8 and verse 34, it says, When he had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross 
and follow me. Mm. And I think that's the road to Calvary right there, Joseph. Jesus says to each individual is that we must take up our own cross. And, uh, you know, he personalizes, yeah. says, take up his cross, take up her cross. And, and Will, it's interesting because this, uh, that, that, that very text, you know, yeah. some people think, oh, well, you know, my cross is some burden that I have to bear. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for example, a nagging wife. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. You know, um, you right. know we, we joke, yeah. but, you know, some people think, oh, well, you know, that, that's something that's I have That's my cross to bear that's, type of thing. That's my cross to bear. But uh, that, that's, it's actually interesting to just consider um, when we talk about a cross. Now, crosses, crucifixions, that's, that's actually fairly foreign yes. to our society, yes. particularly to us in Australia. Let, yes. Let's be honest. That, that's, yeah. It's, but when the Bible was written, crucifixions weren't foreign, and, and so it, it had a significant meaning. Now, right. to take your cross. Now, the opening passage you read, John 19. Yes. What did, what did you read there? You read how Jesus carried his cross. Why? The reason is, is because crucifixion, now crucifixions were crim- for criminals. Crucifixions was a horrible way to die. It was, it was quite shameful. Right. It was quite humiliating. Yes. And it was reserved for criminals. Yes. Which makes it all the more staggering, right. you know, right. the whole, the whole concept of Jesus being crucified. Right. But here's, here's the key thing. It was the it was the person who was condemned to die that was made to carry the cross. Yes. So you're living in first century Palestine, whatever, and you see a, a group of people yep. heading to a crucifixion. You didn't need to nudge your, your friend next to you say, oh, "I wonder which is the per- poor person yeah. that's going to be crucified." You didn't need to ask yep. because it was the person that was carrying the cross. Yes. Jesus carried his cross. Now, unfortunately, he, he was so weakened and had, had been uh, beaten and 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 suffered so much that he he, he collapsed a few yes. times. And you remember that they he collapsed under the cross. They picked up the cross and and put it on on somebody else. Yes, uh, who actually literally did carry it. Yes, uh, Simon of Cyrene. Yes, you know, we got that dramatic account in in the gospel. But what I want to get at here is that it. It, the person that was going to die would carry the cross. So when Jesus says, if you're to follow me, you must pick up your cross and follow me. In other words, we must be prepared to die. Not not just die for our faith as such, yes. but die die to our past. Yes. Because there is no way we can become saved unless we die to a sinful past and accept the good news of the gospel and the newness in Jesus. Lovely, Joseph. And just a couple of, couple of texts before... Um I think I'll just end on one because I know time's up. The, the Galatians 2 verse 20. This ah, is the Apostle yes. Paul. Yep. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, yep. I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live by the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and mm. gave himself for me. That's the road to Calvary. Yeah. It's a road where we see God's love for us and we willingly take up that cross because of what Jesus has done for us. That is, that's a great one to finish. I have been crucified with Christ. Yes. And look, Will, I'm sure you'd agree that we would want anyone who might be listening to, yes. if you haven't quite experienced that, we, we, we want to appeal, invite you to, uh, to, to go on that road to Calvary. Amen. It will change your yes, life forever. Praise God. Praise God. Go down that road, see what sin costs. But also don't forget to, to see the incredible sacrifice of Jesus for your sin and give him your life. Give it to him now is our prayer. And um, look, let, let's just pray very quickly. Lord, 
thank you that you went on the road to Calvary. Amen. May each of us follow you on that road is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, look, friends, it's our time's up for today here on Drive Time, Faith FM. Thanks for joining Joseph Matichich and William Mawala. Tune in again next time when we're going to be looking at why is the road to Emmaus so difficult? Hope you can tune in then, but in the meantime, please remember that Jesus said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May God richly bless you.